Welcome along to the Astro Adventures of the Space Cadets. Oh, I'm bored. What can we do today, Zingy? Well, you boys could get started on that washing up, which I can calculate is officially festering. Oh, no, don't worry about that, Zingy. We've got a dishwasher. For the last time, Terry, Robo-Wolf with sponges on his feet is not a dishwasher. Yeah, we know, but you haven't seen the finished version yet. Take that tea towel off his tail, Harry. Still not good enough. Sorry, boy. OK, we'll do it. Later. I'll wash. I'll dry. High five. Lovely. OK, boys. Mission Control has sent us another mission. Cool. Is it to see who's truly a better washer-upper? Human boy or robot dog? No, Harry, put those sponges back. Oh. Where are we anyway, Zingy? And what's our new mission? We are now in an area of the solar system beyond the planets. We're still travelling away from Earth because Mission Control wants us to investigate the far reaches of our solar system and explore the Kuiper Belt. The what belt? The Kuiper Belt. It's a formation which lies beyond the orbit of even the outermost planet of Neptune. Is it a bit like the asteroid belt between Mars and Jupiter? Yes, it is, although the Kuiper Belt is much further away from the Sun and much more massive. It's also up to 20 times wider than the asteroid belt. That's incredible. What could something so big be made of? The Kuiper Belt is mainly comprised of many thousands of frozen chemicals such as water, ammonia and methane. These are called volatiles. These frozen chemicals form massive rock-like bodies. Awesome! Frozen chemicals! Sounds like fun, Zingy, but why don't they just melt? Being this far away from the sun means the temperature stays very cold and the thermal energy required to melt these bodies never reaches the Kuiper Belt. Cool! Literally. The Kuiper Belt also contains many other objects, including dwarf planets like Pluto, Eris, Haumea and Makemake. It's thought that many of the solar system's moons, like Neptune's Triton, also originated from this region. So it would be wrong to think our solar system stops when the planets do? Absolutely! If you think that the distance between the Sun and Earth is 93 million miles, we can call this one astrological unit, or one AU for short. Now the farthest planet, Neptune, lies at about 30 times that distance, or 30 AUs away. But the Kuiper Belt stretches up to 50 AUs from the Sun. That's around 4,648 billion miles from the Sun. Wow, wouldn't want to get lost out here, would we, RoboWolf? Be like that time we thought we'd lost RoboWolf, but found they'd locked himself in the toilet. Only worse. Yes, quite. And our solar system doesn't even end there. The scattered disk region is a sparsely populated area of icy minor planets which overlaps the Kuiper Belt but extends to twice its distance from the Sun, up to 100 AUs. All of this is in our solar system and all orbit the Sun. So where does the solar system end then, Zingy? Well, the solar system is the region of space where our Sun's gravity has influence upon objects enough to keep them in orbit. If a planet or asteroid is in orbit around the Sun, it is considered to be in the solar system. The Sun's gravity is strong enough to keep all objects within 100 AUs in orbit. Stop it, Zingy. My head hurts. Yeah, mine too. So can we go off and investigate the next solar system now, Zingy? Seeing as we're so far from home. Well, that too is another problem, I'm afraid, boys. Space travel is possible, but only to a certain extent. What do you mean? Like how Harry can do laundry, but only to a certain extent? Shut up, Terry. Washing lines can be very confusing beasts. But Zingy... There must be loads of other stars and solar systems to explore. There are indeed trillions of stars making up billions of galaxies in our universe. We have only investigated our solar system revolving around one star, our Sun. Whilst there are trillions of other stars out there to explore, unfortunately they're all very far away indeed. The nearest star to us is called Proxima Centauri, and that's a whopping 4.2 light years away. A light year? Like Buzz Lightyear? No, a light year. 
The distance light could travel through space in a year. It's about six trillion miles. I can see why this might be an issue. We'll definitely run out of cheese on board. The galaxy we're in is called the Milky Way. The next nearest galaxy is Andromeda, which is 2.6 million light years away. Ah, me edits again. When you look at the stars at night on Earth, what you're actually seeing is light, which left those stars years ago. Wow. We can't travel far enough to reach those other stars, can we, Zingy? Not yet, but who knows what science we'll discover in the future. And there's much we can still learn about the universe by observing it from Earth, of course. Luckily, stars are so incredibly bright that thousands of them are visible from Earth with the naked eye. And with telescopes, we can see billions of them. Wow, I'm definitely getting a telescope when I get home. You've already got one, mate. No, a proper one this time. Not like that birthday present you gave me once. You called it a telescope. It was just some toilet roll tubes taped together. Don't know what you're on about, mate. The Andrex 3000 was brilliant. Well, we might be home sooner than you think. Mission Control have told us to start heading back. Your mission's over, boys. Setting course for Earth. Mission Control's spaceship intrigue is returning home. Yeah, awesome. Do you reckon that hot dog stand will still be open, Harry? No onions, please. Join us next time for more Astro Adventures with The Space Cadets.